0: Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes battled waves of enemies, felling Rolf Lamb, a horde of acolytes, and zombie reinforcements. Now virtually out of resources and finally able to take a breath, will our heroes carry on deeper into the deadly temple of Ergothoa? The Cursed Campaign continues now.
1: Life. Everybody good? Everybody check their character sheets huh.
2: Back in the studio I haven't looked at the character sheet out, I think I'm alive <laughs> we remember Everybody that it?
3: Everybody make it from last time? Um, I'm hovering around the party That I can see in Foundry here And I'm below 50% of my health And I'm looking great compared to the rest <laughs> of, of the else. Jeez, Louise I got 11 hit points <laughs> We're in the red
2: zone, we're in the red zone yeah. for
0: sure
3: Yeah. <laughs> about, about
1: as close to a knockout dragout As you can be Mm-hmm, mm-hmm uh yeah so it's been a little while since we've recorded um has. a lot of things have happened <laughs> several things so, uh,
0: several monumental things
1: yeah several several events uh involving uh, much of the podcast crew uh
0: i guess we're married now Haley.
2: yeah i have a husband now you guys got married oh oh
0: mr griffin norman and mrs griffin norman
2: <laughs> yeah did you guys know that the uh, the wife loses both last name and first name it's, it's in a formal tough uh, uh like formal things yeah, you say yeah, Mr. and riff. Mrs. Griffin
4: uh, Norman yeah.
0: it's hard out here for wives you
4: don't I, say no. the I first name I refused to address things that way for our wedding I would put people's actual names mm-hmm. I know it's not oh, the same. formal way but well, when I walked
3: in the door today and I said, hey, what up, Griff? You both turned your heads, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think I kept, yeah. when I addressed anything to any cu- married couples, I did Mr. And Mrs. Last name. If I knew they shared a last name or I just spelled out both names. Mm-hmm. Boy,
0: that wedding was something, though
2: it was so cool we actually just got an email right before we sat down we got an email from the like the wedding coordinator who was uh at our venue the castle yes the castle and uh she said that the entire castle staff has still been talking about our wedding and then she needs to see some photos because they got some quick snapshots when they felt like it was appropriate and sent them to her, and she's like, "I have to see this dress and custom outfit set up, though, because I have heard that the two of you looked just spectacular." And so we just got that notice. She's like, "Please, I just need to see it. I've yep. they've been talking about it <laughs> yeah. since September second.
0: Was a good look. Been told
3: I had big Robert Baratheon energy. Yes, this
5: is true. This
1: is
3: true. <laughs> big Baratheon, absolutely. There were we had a lot of fun." Um, they put me up in the Duke's dungeon. So my bed had, um, stockades Stuckades. in the headboard <laughs> and the footboard. That's not a joke. Uh, Tim and I took photos in there. That was fun. Uh, we got your dad and them at some point. We oh yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Your brother. We basically, cause we had some liquor that was stashed in my room. So my room basically was just like a pretty consistent side party. I would go back there and there'd just be like four different people in there drinking. Mm. <laughs> like it was really fun in there. Um, I, I, one of, one of my favorite parts was, uh, the dudes getting ready on Saturday when, uh, it was all the groomsmen plus a couple, uh, uh, plus a couple family members from both sides. And we put down like three full bottles of liquor. <laughs> like, Good times. Yeah, the boys did. Well, we didn't have a lot of dressing to do. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. We had like four hours
0: and four like hours maybe 20 to, minutes of work yeah. that needed to get done. The dad's outfits, though. Like, dads I'm so impressed fresh. that they took, they went that extra distance to like oh, yeah. get like the doublets and everything. Yep. That, fresh. That's one
3: of the things that as I was talking to people, like basically pitching people on this wedding, like, hey, I'm going to this wedding. A couple of my best friends are getting married. Um it's at a castle. We're all dressing up for it. And everyone's like, oh, interesting. And I'm like, yeah, but you don't get it. Everybody is on board. It's not like they're dressed up and the bridal party's dressed up. Everybody that showed up was like dressed period appropriate it was badass i was
2: shocked even the grandparents came through yeah (laughs) yeah they looked great my uh the one grandpa with like the black like puffy thing and i was like oh wow that's great like puffy sleeve thing that was Mm -hmm. fantastic i feel like everybody like seriously i felt like everybody came through it was fantastic Mm -hmm. everybody looked really good and um I think it was also definitely out of like a lot of people's realm of like comfortable. But I think once people got into it, they were like really got into it. So mm-hmm. uh, my dad also bought himself a crown um, since he said if he was going to have his princess get married, he would like to be uh, look the part of a king. So he bought himself a crown uh, without telling me at first <laughs> <laughs> and then said, this is fine, right? Because I already bought it. And I like it. <laughs> I already
1: bought it more wearing it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, all the all the boys had their uh, mugs and flasks. Mm-hmm. It was...
0: Yeah, that's a good gift. We're gonna get a lot of use out of those.
1: <laughs> I like I like that uh, the photographer was like, because I was I was like, guys, don't put those on your belts yet. Like, I don't I don't know if Haley wants them in like the actual wedding pictures. And then the oh, photographer's yeah? like, everybody get the mugs. <laughs> <laughs> everybody yeah. get the
0: mugs out. But they
1: look cool. Is the well? Thing. That's yeah. the thing. Like, is
2: I was like, yeah, get the mugs.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Get them. <laughs> yeah, they were dope. Yeah, Tim officiated. It was a good time. This is true. Yeah. did a good job.
2: Oh, a mm-hmm. lot of people complimented Tim's officiating. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, bang up job. We had uh, Emily and Steve speaking.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Best
0: speeches. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. oh.
2: I cried a lot.
3: You know what? Oh. We were just. We might have a couple of weeks before Skull and Shackles comes out on the uh, on, on the main feed for the for the network. And, you know, we need to fill those weeks. Maybe Emily and I record our speeches. And <laughs> <laughs> <release that laughs> R- record it, but in Otago's voice. Oh, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, that's fine.
4: <laughs> yeah, you have to read mine, Easy. too, then. <laughs> All right, sure. Yeah, that's what we're
1: doing. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, you guys, good times. Now you're uh, Haley Norman, or you will be. You
2: yeah, that, that takes like a, pro- that's like a whole process that hasn't happened yet. I don't
1: have to do shit.
2: <clears throat> no, you don't. You literally do nothing. Meanwhile, like I have to get copies in triplicate. I have to submit all of this stuff and go through like an entire ordeal and go get my name changed and also change all of my work stuff, change all of my contacts, change all of my credit cards, change everything about my life. Which, yeah, just why is it so difficult to change your name? I I
1: had to buy a kobold though. So, yeah, you
2: didn't have to buy that. (laughs) We didn't (laughs) use the kobold.
1: Well, we were gonna, and then and we Tim all got a that, drunk. If
0: <laughs> Tim had dropped out or his flight
3: was delayed, someone had to officiate, what and it was, yeah. would have been the Cobalt. The Cobalt was a definitive presence in the the boys. Game. Yeah, the, awesome. the boys
1: get ready. It was it was there the entire time. Uh, was part of the pictures. Uh, God, the boys getting yeah. ready room <laughs> It's literally just like him, him taking videos of like. Other people dressing me and me drinking with a fan in front of me.
3: Yeah. Just like standing over a box fan. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it was hot as hell.
2: Yeah. He, uh, our, our, our videographer was, he was, he was an oddball. Um, he was like asking if he could take photos and stuff of the shoes. I was like, Hey bud, I've got 11 pieces, not including the shoes. And they're already on. They're not coming off <laughs> to, like, take photos of them. No,
0: but just the shoes, please. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, well, because he's trying to get all, like, the details, right? Oh. Like, it's a classic, like, yeah. wedding It is. The,
3: the feet details. Yeah. It
2: is. It's like, uh, yeah, I guess. When,
3: I when we were going through the, like, boys getting ready process for my brother's wedding a few years back, uh, the, the camera person came by and she was taking pictures of, like, of all that stuff, like, here's my brother reading a card that his now wife wrote him. And then like, here's, mimosas that we're drinking and like she was just taking pictures of everything and they like, put together a big old binder of, of photos and one of them is just me lint rolling my brother's ass
5: because
3: <laughs> he couldn't, he couldn't get nice to right. it yeah. and I was doing it for him yeah, oh, I'm excited so to see that and to took a picture of it and like didn't decide to delete it <laughs>
5: like that was just oh. something that was
1: included those are the treasured moments the, I yeah. want to see the treasured moment of Brooks and Tim tandem trying to get those knee high boots zipped off oh. Oh, yeah oh that's God. pretty
3: good I wonder how many photos are there of me trying to keep you cool with a paper fan a lot <laughs> mm.
1: probably a lot Franklin probably got a lot of pictures taken of him. yeah respect <laughs> to Franklin he he did great work that day <laughs> it really yeah. just came through came through in the whole peasant garb and peasant attitude
2: <laughs> that man ate up being a peasant he was supportive as hell <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, that was a great time, and, that, and then we mm-hmm. went and we were on an island for nine days.
1: Yeah, getting ready for school in shackles. You know? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting your head in the right space. Listen to pirate tunes the entire time.
2: We did listen to pirate tunes. <laughs> Drank a lot of rum and listened to pirate tunes. Oof,
1: a lot of rum.
2: Like so much rum.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't think a couple could drink that much rum.
2: Drink. I don't know. I, I,
1: I'm, I'm not pretty well, but rum. <laughs>
2: It is my favorite.
1: Yeah, really. When it's something Haley likes, it's like okay, this is double gone.
2: Yeah, it's good.
1: <laughs> well, we should get back into it. We should figure out. We should figure out what's going on in uh, in this dungeon now that you've murdered a lot of people. Uh, so I got to give a hero point, and this one is going to Haley because I think that. What did you use? Was it Hydraulic Push or was it something else? Some uh, water-themed spell. Uh, torrent? Yeah. I think that might have saved you a lot of heartache. Yeah? Yes. And so, this one's from Rez. Oh, girl, great job earning this hero <laughs> point.
0: Use it wisely. Yeah, I know Griffiths is to BS exit procedure for Rolf, probably, if we hadn't <laughs> have gotten him. Yeah.
3: No, thank you.
2: I just, we didn't need it. So I'm glad I've got a hero point. I'm glad that I was able to take care of that because i uh, got no hero points now.
1: So when last we left our heroes, they uh, were still locked in combat with Rolf Lamb who opened the door to the next area where they found several bubbling vats of foul-smelling liquid uh, and several acolytes of Urgothoa who attacked them. This is probably an honorable mention, Hero Point, but Sylvie uh, using her skills to block the door for several rounds, uh, letting them focus on Rolf for a little bit. And eventually, probably, I think Rolf was the first to fall in, uh, in this portion of the combat. So you guys zeroed in on him right before he was about to escape. Mir launched a spell at him, killing him. And then the rest of the fight was many harm spells (laughs) at the party uh, while Attack of Opportunities came in clutch at uh, either nullifying some of those spells or at least whittling down the casters uh, while they used all three actions to hurt everybody. And so that's where we find you now after the combat. (laughs) What is going through these characters' heads right now? Pain? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I like to imagine Diego still like reeling from all of these necrotic hits of energy from him and the the blood uh, in his fur from just the whole, god, it was like what, 12, 13, 14 rounds of combat, something crazy like that? (laughs) It's a lot. Just standing there holding his maul panting Is it done? Have we cleansed the name Lamb from this city for good?
2: I I think I've I've done it, but I guess I don't know if he's got any children.
3: (laughs) Lord, I hope that that's the last one.
4: He does seem to have some creations. Hopefully we do not find too many.
3: Right. He's dead. Not sure that we can say the same for all of his creations. We may still have some ahead of us. And notably... I don't think we've killed anybody named Ann yet. She's got to be down here somewhere. And I don't think the job's done until she's back six feet under.
0: I don't know how much more work we're going to be able to put
3: in today. That, That was grueling. I'm mostly spent. It's been difficult.
2: I've got the ability to cast some spells, but I don't know how I'd feel if everybody's low and spent.
3: But what are our options? I mean, what if we leave and she escapes or something? I'm not saying we should pursue her. I just, we, we need to be making the right decision here. And keep in mind, we haven't found Mia's mom yet. We have to assume that she's still alive, but that could change minute by minute. Every minute counts down here. And if we do decide to, to wait or to rest, there's a plague going on. We need to be absolutely sure that we can't progress forward and finish in Dace and off for good if we're going to wait. Because if we wait, people are going to die. Maybe not people we know, but we need to shoulder that responsibility. We need to be absolutely sure that it's going to be no good if we progress on. Because if we can, we should. Because that means that we could save some people. Hmm. Perhaps while we're considering that, we look around
0: here for what they had on them see if anything they've got gives us an edge
4: that while is a, that is a good point depending on what we find it might help us decide what to do next we won't be much help to anyone if we are all dead well while, while everyone's looking i can start healing us as well
2: i got to start doing something i mean i'm at 11 hit points so i know for a fact i'm low i don't i'm sure everyone else is yeah, feeling not I'm good yeah. too yep
3: Yeah. Likewise too. I can just pump out the static 20, whatever, 28, I think every 10 minutes
2: to a single person. Yeah,
3: sure.
1: Um, so if you guys want to be doing that, you can certainly spend time uh, and you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you like a ticking clock. I think you can spend, you know, an hour, hour and a half healing everyone up while you're searching through these areas.
2: Um, I'd love to stick closer to that hour with this three-hour ticker I also have.
4: (laughs) Yeah, we have a lot of wounds in a place filled with disease. Yeah. Yes.
1: So the bodies of the cultists are, you know, they each have like a symbol of Ergothoa and a scythe. Uh, they're really not worth much to adventurers of your caliber. It's going to be a lot of weight to drag out of here with not much of a reward. Uh, they're all mundane scythes. Uh, however, there is that remaining fluid on several of the scythes, and you know you can look into that uh, that further room with the vats. They're still bubbling, uh, and and it's almost this like green the, the best and maybe worst way to describe it is it looks like boiling green snot mm. uh, it looks viscous It lo- like the bubbles pop and splatter uh, so you don't even want to get too close to it um, and this whole room smells like sick I would allow a one of a couple checks here um I'd allow a crafting or a medicine.
2: Well, let me help with that medicine.
4: Sylvie will take the crafting without getting too close.
1: Yeah, without getting too close.
4: It's a 23.
2: I got a 37. My God. Dang. I'm a a master in medicine. Yeah, yeah. So uh,
1: between... Mir and, and Sylvie, and even Diego, um, knows a bit, but Mir has kind of critically succeeded on, on understanding this. Um, these vats, you kind of look back and you reference the notes that you found upstairs, these are producing blood veil. Oh. <sighs> oh my gosh.
2: That's not good.
1: So you think these vats um, are highly infectious? and have all of the key ingredients uh, mixed together with necromantic magic to create this disease. Uh, it's, it's more potent in this form, in, in like a vat concentrated than it is, um, you know, passing from person to person like a regular pathogen would. You think that destroying these vats would potentially slow the spread in the city uh, you, you know th- this might be being used to even start another round mm. of blood veil, another you know another super infectious time period like was used with the coins mm. um, you think you could also cast a removed disease into the pot mm. and it would purify it mm. but it would take one for each pot uh, however that would likely that likely be your best option to avoid exposure mm. obviously that's a that comes at an
3: expense could the disease be are these vats full of the disease be destroyed with mundane means like if we boiled them too hot or something because we got th- we got three of these vats mm-hmm. and I mean I only have three removed disease spells and guess what I got zero of them right now right um You think if they were to... uh,
1: Like, if the liquid were spread too thin, it would cease... Like, it's in the creation stage now, so while it might be fully potent, if it's not allowed the proper amount of time to boil, it, it could render it inert or less effective. You certainly think if you, like, broke a cauldron, that would disperse it enough that it would be unusable. You think you could potentially mix in anti-plague and while not as effective as a removed disease magic with enough of it could probably
0: uh turn the potion or turn the mixture inert so at a minimum probably what we should do is is cut the fire off to the cauldron so that they they cool down a bit yeah
1: so cutting the cutting the fire you think um you know i'll just give you this with with mir's critical success you think that this these would stay potent for a couple of days mm-hmm. and then they would, you know, with no fire added would become, you know, gross liquid but not contagious liquid. You think it would probably solidify?
2: Okay. Could Would it also help if I use water to cool them down at the base at all?
1: To cool off the
2: Yeah. I'm just I, trying to speed that up instead of a couple of days. I think I, what
1: you might be able to do is use water to dilute it.
2: Okay. Perfect.
1: But, um, you know, doing, it would have to produce a lot of water. These are, yeah. If mm-hmm. you, if you think of these cauldrons, these vats are, I mean, they're, they're vats. They're not cauldrons at this point. They're, they're almost 15 feet across. Right. So think, you know, those of you that are Batman fans, think of like the vats that Joker fell into. They're like that size. That color, too. Yeah, that color, too. Uh,
2: (laughs) Water is a specialty of mine.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, again, these are at least, at least a hundred gallons, probably more. Yeah.
2: Um, So, the reason I I ask about this, I guess, is because one of my focus spells, so it would take me a minute, but like I could use focus spell and then refocus and, right, I could use this again and again, is, uh, pulverizing cascade where I raise a pair of towering waves and slam them into each other. That feels like a lot of water. Uh, it deals bludgeoning damage so that's where I didn't know because it's supposed to like be like a, you know, but it's a lot of water. Um, the other thing that I have as a cantrip is spout and that's like, you know, a five foot burst of water uh, or a water blast upward from the ground. Or downwards.
1: So while I'm not sure that that would necessarily be super effective while they're in the container, I would say if you were to have a strong character like Diego try and push one of these over, you could keep it from infecting all of you with like that, you know, while it spills on the ground, you could have those waves kind of crash and mm. dissipate the... The liquid as it falls awesome
2: if we're gonna rest i also have crashing wave which is a 30 foot cone away from me so we have options yeah. right mm-hmm.
1: yeah so you guys have options to get rid of this sooner than later but you may want to you know pause on that yeah. while you're healing yourselves and stuff right
0: i was gonna say too that i love all those ideas we also still I don't think we found the room where they have the ingredients they use to create these cauldrons so potentially more exploration might turn up something that could help us like spoil the batch or something like sure. that so there's there's mm. there's other doors and potentially other options out there we can and, we can
3: and on top of that um, unless this is just not represented on the map these are just freestanding vats right I don't see any pipes going to anywhere so as long as you know we don't let people get in here and move them somewhere else
2: they're not moving
3: right right so yeah Yeah. these aren't moving Uh,
1: there are as I said like catwalks up above them which would make it easier for people to like drop stuff into the mixture and that Mm -hmm. kind of thing but there's no one in this room and they're not connected to like tubes leading somewhere else so So we've got time yeah so as long as like somebody's not sneaking in here and dipping a bunch of shit in here and then taking it um, your infection is kept to this room awesome
4: Now, if we were to take a sample of this and bring it back to an alchemist or someone we trusted, could they potentially make a vaccine or a cheaper cure or something to help everyone?
1: I think so you have you have notes that kind of describe how it's how it was created, but you don't have full notes. So you you have a good portion of them from upstairs. You think that would certainly be helpful getting a um, getting a bottle of this mixture. Uh, However you would have to make sure to get it out of here again within that like three day period that Mir was talking about where it's viable and it doesn't like harden. So you just have to make sure within a day or two you're taking it to an alchemist to like kind of put on a Bunsen burner or something so that it stays uh, viable, and then they could probably examine it. It's like a good plan. Um, however, <laughs> that would require you coming into contact with the uh, with the liquid, unless one of you has something like a mage hand cantrip. Which I would certainly allow to hold like a beaker. You know, that's not more than a bulk. No. Or if you wanted to take your, um, your little uh, force disc with an open flask or something, and dip it in. Oh, you
4: could do
0: that. I know you guys have that as a
4: yeah, as
0: a wand. I think I think Diego doing it could, could work as well too. He's pretty uh, inundated to to
1: poisons and stuff. Yeah, now, yeah, so. you're probably pretty safe uh, with Diego with all the bonuses that he has against it. Although, just remember, it is more virulent. Yeah, here.
0: yeah, still a risk really quick can we can we uh check over loot and stuff i'm dying to do that as well all the stuff that they had on them sure yeah, yeah. you
1: you guys kind of like ponder your options in here and i think probably head back into rolf's lab to check on bodies and heal in this room although there are so there there are people kind of like strapped to these beds and they're kind of in you know as you as you saw upstairs they're kind of in various states of consciousness here some are like moaning and murmuring uh, many are unconscious. Some you feel like might be dead. There's a bunch of flasks of mysterious fluids in here. A bunch of just like cruel-looking surgeons' tools. Um, and it <laughs> there's actually this like this stain in a part of uh, in a part of the eastern wall of the room that just looks like all the blood from a body exploded in like a single burst. Ew. Oh no uh. You see Rolf um, having opened the door at the end here, and when you walk down to check his body, you find you you look through and you see a bunch of iron doors with slotted windows. Uh, very similar to what you'd find in like a prison or an asylum.
2: Oh my. Um,
1: and there's faint blood stains uh, just flecking the walls and the entrances to these doors. There's eight doors in total.
2: Mir would like to look at those after she looks at the body because I mean maybe that's where my mom
1: is. Okay. Um, do you guys do you guys find him lootable? Yeah, he's got a couple unusual objects on him. Sure. So let's check his inventory.
2: And seventy gold pieces.
1: Hell yeah.
2: Ooh, and a ring of keys.
4: I wonder what that right. could be for.
1: So he does have an unusual dagger that is shaped like a key. Uh, You guys can make a a a skill check on Uh, But unfortunately none of you are able to identify it Oh! Uh,
2: Did someone get a 20?
1: Uh, You're cheating by looking but that's a 20 total
2: uh, 20 on the die. No I'm not looking at that I'm looking at the actual die that pops up Uh,
1: Nobody got a a 20 Uh, Except uh, Sylvie rolling occultism this time uh, is able to identify it um this is a mm, let me identify you. This is a key dagger. Uh upon closer inspection, it can or it, it is a plus one striking grievous key dagger. Ooh. General Ooh. Kenobi. <laughs> <Jesus
5: Christ. laughs>
1: That's good. And so Grievous is a level 9 rune. (laughs) Oh. When your attack roll with this weapon is a critical hit and gains the critical specialization effect, you gain additional benefit depending on the weapon group. So with the knife, this is why you were getting a 5-foot status penalty to speed uh, in addition to the bleed damage, but for instance, if you were to put this on... um, A club, you could knock the target up to 15 feet away. If you were to put it on... um, Where's... Hammer, you can also knock the target five feet away from you in in addition to knocking them prone. Mm. Uh, So all of these things happen in addition to your critical specialization effect, assuming that you get the crit specialization effect. So probably better for one of our frontliners who does get critical specialization. His armor is also strange in that he's not really wearing armor. It's more like uh, explorer's clothing. But the runes mm. on it are, um, are what make it stand out.
2: Interesting. I would love to know about that.
1: Sure. So we have some successes here by Mir and by Vac. So this is some explorer's clothing that has plus one armor potency rune and the resilient rune on it. Now, um, those of you that don't know what the resilient rune does, it gives you a bonus to your saves.
2: Oh, that's nice.
1: That's the next step up in the uh, the armor rune. Um, He also has an unusual scroll, which is easily identified by the group as a scroll of spectral hand level two uh, that is an arcane and occult cult spell uh, then as you guys uh, definitely noticed he has 70 gold and a ring of keys
0: mm. oh this is a uh, spectral hand is like an air bear spell ah. <laughs> you, uh, you can have a can crawl to a target and touch it and crawl <laughs> back to you if you make a uh, if you're making a, a touch spell attack your way a bit. You don't know who B- Bear is? Start listening to Carrion Crown, folks. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of touching, not a lot of uh, touch spells. This mm, is true. true. Oh, wow. Well, I, I definitely think that we want to uh, probably take the runes off the dagger and the explorer's clothing a bit, but that's like a, a longer term thing when we get out of here. There's not that we can do with it right now, unless... I don't know if Vec wears explorers' clothing. If you've got light armor on,
3: I have leather armor on, okay. but certainly could wear it. I think that's that's one that we should definitely look at what people's saves are. I mean, mine yeah. generally are shitty but um, we should take a look around and see who's hurting the most and then maybe they get that one. Well, yeah, he was that's just saying really good wear it in the interim. Right now, yeah.
0: yeah. I don't know if it would be better than what you've got. I don't think it would if, you, if you're if you wearing
3: like... A, I mean, yeah. if you have sure, other
0: armor, you're probably not capped on decks.
3: Yeah, that's true, but I, that means that I might take a hit to my AC at the expense of saves, which honestly, for someone who's not a frontliner might make sense.
2: You mean for like right now? Just yes. Right. Now, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Although we may want to give it to... Uh, our friends that have a three-hour ticking clock—we'll have to roll the oh, same yeah. soon.
4: I mean, we don't know that, but yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. In, in your guys' mind, like everybody, <laughs> everybody got hit with a lot of uh, diseased stuff. So mm-hmm. you never really know.
0: Distribute that gold really quick. Yes. Distribute equal
1: distribu- distribution of the wealth. Oh wait, no, I can't do it from a character sheet though.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, what would you guys take? Uh, uh, 15 would be 60. 17 and a half. 17, and a, 17, half. 17 okay. and a half gold each. All right. You guys just give yourselves that. Sure. How much? 17 and a half.
2: What?
1: Or 17 gold, five silver. Um, you can certainly loot Jolstina as well. Uh, her items aren't... Uh, aren't mystified to you you've seen these already uh, or some variation of them uh, she has a plus one striking composite short bow a plus one striking war razor and a and plus one leather armor seems she was able to at least get somewhat re-equipped when she came down here
5: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but obviously not with the awesome rune on her bow like Mir that Mir has
0: mm-hmm. awesome okay so these cells, huh? These cells.
2: I'm going to throw this stuff on Diego's sheet for now, because I know you have the strength.
0: Um, I'm right. close to being encumbered. Um, okay, well,
2: I just put the two things that had weight on there. Okay. And then the scroll of spectral hand. Do we want that for Vec?
3: I can't cast it. Oh, it was arcane and occult, right?
2: Yes. So Sylvie. Yeah. I don't
4: right. think Sylvie. I don't has know if you have any touch any spells. Touch spells. <laughs> Okay, well, we'll put it there for now. We'll see what we do with it later. (laughs) I'll learn some touch spells.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, and then uh, Jolstina's was nothing that important. It was more just sellable stuff.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. See if I can... Again, unless somebody wants a plus one striking short bow for a ranged option or something
0: to carry it. If someone else could take the short bow, that would be great. I'm close to my capacity.
3: Think that I've got capacity left? If somebody do- if nobody else does.
2: I just, I no, I don't, because I have
4: everything in the bags. I'm pretty high as well. Let me see if I can add it. We really
2: need mm. to sell stuff because we picked up a bunch of shields and armor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might chip in for another uh, another bag of holding too. We're gonna
3: be looting a bunch. I think we're going. I think that is uh, a necessity.
0: Uh, yeah.
4: Now I'm encumbered.
3: Yeah, I'm one bulk away from being encumbered. So I think if I grab this stuff, then I'm in trouble.
0: Put it on Figgy.
4: Can we just leave it here for now and we'll like pick it up on the way out? Can I add that back to Hirsch?
3: Yep. You should be able to drag it back over. Well, yeah, I agree. We should check out these prison cells, see what the deal is. There's slots in them so we can peer in without opening them, right? Mm hmm. Yes, there are, uh, you know, kind of those
1: like eye level little barred window slots mm-hmm.
2: alright I was able to fit the short bow just barely but I have got it awesome Sweet. okay so now let's look into the eye slots okay I look into the first one
1: I'm just gonna open the door cause doors don't really
2: don't give you windows
1: well I could have done window door but I didn't really think of the eye slot situation uh huh Um, so, looking through the door, you see, Mira, you see, like, a very, uh, sickly-looking, uh, Varesean man.
2: Okay. Conscious?
1: Conscious, um, kind of, like, weakly rasps. You're not, you're not him. Are, Are you here to rescue us?
2: I, actually, I, I just killed him. Uh, what do you need right now? Are you just very sick with blood veil? Oh, I don't have blood
1: veil. Never could catch it. Uh, I I worry that that might be why. They're experimenting on us.
2: Okay. Well, Mir will fumble around with those set of keys and try to open that door.
1: Yep. You find one and it opens the door. Beautiful. I'm just going to...
2: She's Yeah, she's going to go through this, this whole thing. Uh, and maybe Vec, if you want to be loud and announce, we're here to save you.
3: Absolutely, uh, yeah. I'm, I'll start running my mouth. Hey, everybody, we're here. Uh, Roth Lamb is no more. We're gonna get you safe. We got people waiting for you upstairs. Just be patient while we open your doors. Don't get frightened. You know, just kind of trying to reassure him.
1: Yeah. So as you walk down uh, in the second row, you find another, um, Parisian woman, uh, and then you know, going further, the next two cells are occupied as well by, um, you know, you're you're noticing a trend here. These people all share like, uh, you know, similar appearance that would be associated with, uh, folks. Um, so you're, you're kind of noticing a trend, uh, except for when you reach the last cell in the back and mirror, you recognize, uh, your mother in this cell.
2: Mom. is that is that you it is it's me mom are, are you okay
1: oh, I'm fine uh, but after everything that happened at Carolyn Manor and uh, being abducted by that crazy acrobat woman and, and taken here by the that smelly necromancer man I thought all hope was lost
2: no, I found your mom, and I got rid of him. Uh, we all did stuff here to, to make sure everyone's safe. And as she gets the door open, she hugs her mom and inspects her immediately for injuries.
1: Uh, she looks bruised, but okay. Otherwise, you know, uh, mo- most of these people have, like, scars and and especially, like, almost almost like track mark formations on their arms as they've been like injected with things and prodded in that way. And probably had like blood removed. Your mom doesn't look like that, uh, but she kind of, she hugs you and then she holds you at arm's length. Is what that man said true Mir? he's telling, he was telling me the reason he brought me here is because you murdered his father.
2: I'd say, it's partially true. I mean, murder's the strong word. He is dead because of us, but also he he was hurting children, Mom. Well, I cu- I couldn't let that go.
1: right. I just surprised me as all I didn't peg my daughter as a killer.
2: I haven't enjoyed it much, but also it's been necessary. It's like a necessary evil to prevent more killing. Uh I've kind of fallen into this. I'm a little over my head, but I'm saving people, Mom.
1: Well, I'm glad you're doing good. But it does worry me a bit. Apparently these no-good people know who you are, Amir. They know who you are enough to capture me, use me as bait for you.
2: That can't be good. I know. It doesn't help that, I guess, all, all four of us kind of stand out a bit and... We're taking a lot of risks here with our own families and our own lives but we keep falling into situations that feel like kill or be killed and kill or let more innocents die and i, I don't know what else to do I, I don't know how to keep you safe I, I looked for you everywhere as soon as i found out um that there was even a, a little bit of a risk but you were off at work and i'm i'm just I don't even know how to keep you safe at this point.
1: Well, I don't think I quite have a family to be working for.
2: i that's uh, unfortunate, but probably true. There's no one really left in that house.
1: I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you could come to my rescue. I'm glad to see Figgy's all right.
2: Yeah, he's fine. Hmm. He would smile a bit or like he would probably I don't know make little noises at her
1: <laughs> and she kind of looks beyond mirror to the rest of the group and I suppose I have the rest of you to thank
3: for keeping my daughter safe and alive Miss Bulgin I may presume I my name is Vicaris Relby um, your, your daughter has been You. She, you've, she's mentioned having to unfortunately take lives of people who are wishing ill upon the city but if, if I may speak to that um, i've seen her personally save so many more than we've had to unfortunately put down she is a, a beacon of good in a city that seems to grow darker every day and we find ourselves in unfortunate circumstances and an unfortunate way of meeting today but we are finally getting down to the bottom of this and i think brighter days are soon on our horizon and it's mainly or well, at least partially because of the heroics of your daughter, you have a lot to be proud of.
0: But if you are reporting the murders, I just want to say I was only following orders from Mir. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah, I'm the mastermind behind this <laughs> mm-hmm. group.
0: Yes. Mir with her impressive grasp on mathematics and, uh, Other such things.
2: I use mud to heal. I don't think I'm the leader here.
1: (laughs) It's funny your uh, your friend here reminds me of uh, the stories that I used to hear when I was young about uh, about nine lives, the vigilante in the city. You know, it's strange. I get that a lot these days. (laughs) you're a seven foot tall black cat of a man you can see where people would draw the connection
0: well with whatever connection there may be I'm just hoping to live up to that standard as well give the people another another icon maybe that they can uh it
1: brings them hope well if you're half the hero from the tales I feel a lot safer that my daughter's in your company and the rest of you as well. You, you look fairly seasoned. She looks more seasoned than I remember. Uh, but it's it's been a long while being down here. And I'm not in terrible shape, but it looks like the rest of these people are. Um, you said there were people waiting for us upstairs. People that could help.
3: Yes, we, we can escort you to safety, and we will do so presently. Um, but we, before we do so, maybe on our way... If, if there's any knowledge you can impart to us, that you, things you might have overheard, any references to a woman named Anne um, our job's not done here, and I'm hoping it will be soon, but if there's anything you can offer to help expedite that, we'll go a long way, I promise. I have heard a few things, especially when I was brought in.
1: Um, this lady in Dason, I assume, is um, is the head honcho down here. Um, and there was certainly a lady talking to uh, the man that abducted me uh, that seemed like she had authority over him. Um, the conversation they had was around blood veil. Uh, he seemed confident, um, fairly close to, well, to a mutation, is what they were calling it, um, that would co- cause. The people that succumb to blood veil vale to to rise from the dead.
4: Oh. Um,
1: he also talked about all the poor Parisian folks here. Um, they're all immune to to the disease. Uh, maybe they could be of some help in curing it. Uh, they were trying to use them to make the disease affect everyone, so they must have some sort of latent immunity which is why they've been being poked and prodded so much. Um, mm. The only other things I heard um, was was that um, a man named Archminos was further in making strides, um, at least for the version that was supposed to overcome this Varesean immunity. And Rolf wasn't really working on it. Uh, he was working on the, the, the zombie
3: part. D- did you imply that that Archminos might be here as well? Oh, he's certainly down here.
2: Speaking of others who who are down here, did the prodigy little boy care? Was he down here?
1: He wasn't taken to the same area as me. He was brought here with me. But he was taken further in.
2: Oh. Past
1: those double doors in the other room.
2: His mm. sister asked us to save him. We're gonna try and do that.
1: You'll have to see if there's anything left to save. Oh, uh, there's. There was only one other thing that um, I I had heard while we were here. There was uh, some sort of containment breach that had the uh, the men in purple robes running from room to room. I'm not sure exactly what that means.
0: They were talking about some kind of demon. What? Hmm. While well, that sounds dangerous, could be just the distraction we need to, uh, uh, you know, to reconstitute ourselves. If they're worried about some demon running below decks, they won't be as focused on what's happening above.
1: Imagine if you're looking for that lady, and days and she's through those double doors as well, but they didn't take us any deeper. We went into that strange zombie room and then through these doors to the to this
0: lab. Hmm. I'm glad we got here before they could perfect that undead mutation on Bloodvale. The sick rising from their graves, I think would be just enough to push this strange city over the edge into chaos.
4: We must make sure to destroy all the works that was done here. We do not want someone to take it and continue working on it in uh, another lair. You're here. Right then.
3: Well, Miss Borgin, we appreciate your cooperation. I think it's at this time we might want to try and get you and the rest of the Veresians here to safety up above.
2: Aye, and if you're not feeling as bad as the rest of them are, I'd love if you could find a way to check in on at least Sylvie's family. Beck's grandfather, he's hes a past the blockade, but If you could check in at least on Sylvie's family, that'd be good because they know about you. They might know about her family.
1: All right. I could do that.
2: Uh, And uh, they're a rich family.
4: (laughs) Heads up. (laughs) Sylvie, uh, she describes where her house is at. You can tell them that you are a friend of mine uh, and the the mother of one of uh, the... Classmates that I was studying with—they—they they think we are all part of a, a study group to improve our sword fighting. Just keeps <laughs> that group. Right, bring, <laughs> bring my, mom into the lie. <laughs> it grows bigger and bigger.
1: I figured I would just tell them I'm
3: Mir's mom, and if they know Mir, they'll know me. Don't mention Figgy though. I don't think he left a great impression. Uh, jumped up on the table, <laughs> dug in the garden, you know.
2: He ate passed out of the garden, Ma, and they didn't like it for some reason. He could I
1: always use- told you, you gotta teach him some manners.
2: Well, I hope you stay safe, Ma, and I'll check in on you soon. Just please, please be careful.
1: Uh, there, there was one other thing. The The doors... To this area, um, in order to get through them, it seemed like um, that Suspirio woman had to had to say a phrase. She wasn't able to touch the door immediately, um, and she whispered into the door, "Eat well," and it opened.
2: <laughs> it reminds me of Subway Eat Fresh. <laughs>
0: 5 dollar foot long, she said she whispered a, a, a slogan into the door she whispered eat did well. you know at subway
1: you can get foot long cookies now and also foot long pretzels look it up it's a thing that's available now
2: eat fresh
0: eat fresh eat fresh
2: <laughs> we need to
0: whatever business contributed to those doors we need to find it and <laughs> sanction it
2: so funny
3: <laughs> the scary thing about those establishments Is they can pop up anywhere You don't need like a grill hookup or anything Just an electric to get <laughs> To get the cool cases going I've heard, of, I've heard reports That they're in Magnemar they're, they're already in Corvosa As far away as Kiermorga
4: There might even Some be say. one down here
3: oh. Right but it's just
1: The airport version so it's like Much, much smaller But a
0: devious play nonetheless to have a built-in one in this location. Aye. Necromantic ghost kitchens popping up all over the city. (laughs) Who would have thought? This plan goes far deeper than we know.
3: (laughs) So, I hear they don't even do their own market research. They just look where their competitors are doing well and put one down the street. (laughs) As I was saying,
1: I think, you know, if you need me to take the Take the unhealthy ones up the stairs. I can get through the doors. I think.
2: Well, we we can uh, watch out and and see if we need to help at all too. If that doesn't work, like be ready to heal and yeah. do whatever we need. Yeah.
1: yeah. If you if you guys re-enter the uh, the zombie room, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, Mira or uh, Cora, Mir's mom would uh, speak the words at the doors, and they would. Uh, the skeletons would kind of like raise like put their sides in a non-offensive position and the doors would open
2: perfect
0: well there are still more doors on this floor that we haven't explored but how are we feeling about going forward
3: i think if I'm, I'm sorry we're in rolf's laboratory and i know we're short on blood veil instructions is there anything left to check out here Might he have more notes or a journal or something here that might complete that? If not, that's fine. We can move on. I just want to make sure because if I were a researcher, my laboratory is where I would keep my notes.
1: Yeah. Uh, Go ahead and make me a perception check.
4: Okay.
0: Natural 20 for a 31.
4: Same here. No, this was supposed to be my spotlight, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Stolen. I got a
2: 34 and then plus one if it's for just visual. So 35.
0: 34 non-crazy.
2: Oh yeah, I just am. Um, that's my skill.
0: Wisdom class, crazy.
2: <laughs> Wisdom
0: too strong. Uh, so in here
1: you do find uh, several sets of notes. However, uh, as, as you read through them, you find detailed instructions on creating a flesh golem.
2: Oh, okay. uh,
1: Which, you know, was kind of Rolf's thing. Correct. With this this amount of notes, you have the information needed to if anyone, I highly doubt anyone is uh, clamoring for this, but to unlock the uh, rare uh, the Golem archetype, Graf- the Golem Grafter.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, I was dying uh, ah.
1: So So that is unlocked. Um, you also believe this would sell for about a hundred gold. In addition, you find his research notes regarding Bloodveil, okay. however, it doesn't appear that Rolf was involved with the, as you read through the notes, it doesn't appear that he was involved with the process of um, creating the initial disease. He was brought on to add that mutation. And so a lot of his notes reference Lady Andason's notes. And you can see, like, he has inscribed pretty meticulously, like, Andason Journal 3, page 113, like when he's annotating parts of the original blood veil that he's modifying. Um, so you're pretty sure. And Dason probably has the key to the complete information. Okay, Mm. Uh, but this, you know, (laughs) super incriminating, and also also like a something that you would want to keep out of bad, you know, bad people's hands. Because if he was successful at this, that creates a whole new issue for Corvosa. Um, You also find several of his old journals dating back years. Um, but even a cursory flip through of these is enough to incriminate him as the Keylock Killer. Uh, as well as enough to locate the places of many of the bodies of the victims that have not been found. Uh, you think this would warrant probably some kind of award from the Corvus and Guard.
2: Ooh. Yeah, more money.
0: We did it. That's awesome. Quick uh, question on the golem stuff because I know we've seen some golems already. Have we only seen carrying golems? I don't know if we. I forget if we've encountered a flesh. You golem. have encountered a okay, flesh okay.
1: golem. It was the the one completed to uh, assist Jolstina in the like. He was the one like dressed like a butler or whatever.
2: Okay, gotcha. Um. Yeah, the one that felt like he was going to kill us.
1: The one that mm. kept
0: knocking. Oh yeah, I remember knocking. that. Yeah, I oh, gone. Gone. oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> the near TPK. Yeah, that yeah,
0: one. That one. Which one, Steve? <laughs> which one? <laughs> All right, yeah, which <laughs> near TPK? <laughs> awesome. That's so
1: good though. Yeah. Um so yeah, obviously, you know, you're probably not going to take the golem grafter archetype, but uh um, mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to, they certainly could, or you could sell this and 100 gold to 100 gold, baby.
3: We'll just have ready for uh, one of our backup characters. Anyway, um, (laughs) (laughs) let's get these people upstairs. Yeah, that goes off without a hitch. Pass off all the notes and research and stuff Mm. to the guards that we have here. And there's one last thing that I think we should do. I think we should bring Jolstina and Rolf's corpse upstairs.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, with all the necromantic stuff here, mm-hmm. that makes a ton of sense. Mm-hmm. Very
3: smart. Um, I don't know if we really have the capacity to do all of the corpses, because we fought like twenty different things. Well, Maybe the good if we news do we is, can, but you know that those acolytes
1: were undead. So they raised me once. Can't get raised again. Hmm. Well, that's good news. Sure. So they're all probably a non threat. The surgeons could get raised, but you know, they'd be just Shit. as bad as medicine. <laughs> yeah, shitty zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they're probably less of a threat, too. Um, so, yeah, these guys are definitely the main threat. And if you took them up, you'd be fine.
2: Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
1: So, everyone has successfully, you know, dropped off upstairs. You're down here again, and you have to decide what to do.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: We're going to say you guys have,
0: you know, spent the time to fully heal. Mm-hmm. Um, well... You know, Vec, your words, I think, are are apt here. The way we were talking earlier about what to do and how to go forward. It's, I think if we can go forward, we should. Potentially
3: leaning more into our uh, our weapons than our, than our magic. It's a difficult spot we're in. If we don't finish this thing now, that means lives. If we try to finish this thing now and we fail, that means a lot more lives. Including our own. I'm not going to be much help no matter what we do next. So... Take that for what it is. I know mia has got a little bit more versatility than I do, but her list is probably a little shorter than it usually is. Most of her spells being used up.
2: I'm I'm not sure how many more people I can really heal in the height of battle.
3: Aye. So it's a difficult decision. Do we put it to a vote? Or do we try to move forward a little bit, collect a little bit more information before making that decision?
2: Wait, is battle medicine immune for an hour? or day
3: the day
1: it's a day I think you can reduce it or get an extra one on a on a single person per day depending on feats you've taken Um, but general rule is it's once per day per person
0: potentially we think because the information we got was about stuff in lower floors so maybe we clear this floor completely which I think is could be doable for us before we uh, and, and then and then reconsider after right or am i am i reading that wrong
1: so what what uh what mir's mother would have told you is that like these these double doors that that rolf opened during the fight that's where ruan was taken through that's where she believes andasen came from that's where she believes ramoska archminus is oh okay. she was never she was never granted access past there she was Brought to the zombie chamber you're in and taken south into the lab. Gotcha. Okay. So the double doors she was speaking of were those double doors. Um, now, that being said, um,
2: did we see stairs? Y-
1: you didn't see stairs. So in the vat room, uh, one door was open to your south. That's where many of you saw the zombies come from. Uh, there's another door to the south and there is one door to the north and two doors to the east. You think of those doors to the east as like almost double doors, but they're about fifteen feet apart. So whether or not they open to the same room is up for interpretation. Mm. Um, it, it appears that the the door that's open and the other southern door don't open into the same room. You can look down and see that like the the room the zombies came from looks like a shitty little storeroom thing. Um, and then the door to the north appears to just be a passage to a single room as well.
3: Okay.
2: Hmm. Well, what do we think here?
3: We could do our listening, detecting magic, trying to identify undead tricks. Yes, mm-hmm. I think
2: mm-hmm.
3: I that, that. That didn't go perfectly last yeah. time, but we at least got information from it.
2: We did. We, we made did. choices based on it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: hmm Okay, so... Um, I'll take a perception from everybody uh, except Vec. Vec, your detect magic does not detect magic through this southern door. Um, Diego will use your perception as your detecting undead piece. Um, so, Diego, with a 30 perception, uh, not only do you not detect undead through this door, but you don't hear a sound.
0: There may be no being living or dead behind these doors. They might be safe to open.
3: Likewise, I didn't detect any magic. I don't think it's going to hurt us if we pop it open and see what's inside.
2: Okay, let's open it.
3: Sure, so you open up the door
1: and it it looks like a partially collapsed chamber, as Mm -hmm. if they were trying to expand the temple further and the walls here just gave out. You might think... Based off of your orientation, it does get a little weird here. You might think that that is the Jagare side, and so like the ground gets a little softer as you Mm. get closer to
0: the the water. Oh, I have thought about an alternative way we can destroy this underground chamber.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, we can't contaminate the water system. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. That, okay. If yep. we
4: break these open, we should stop up that door so nothing can seep through. Mm. Would be, uh,
2: yeah, it would be. <laughs> no,
1: an- what I will tell you is you don't see, like, water damage in here. Yeah, so, like, yeah, they're not yeah. that okay. close yet. It's just, like, the ground is getting, as you would expect as you get closer and closer to a river, it's getting less and less structurally sound. Okay. Makes sense.
0: Okay. So that was our door to the south, moving to the lower of the two doors to the east. Sure.
2: Um. shing
1: Vec, you detect magic through
0: this door. Got it. Um, <laughs> got a 21 for my undead.
2: I got a 17 natural one on my <laughs> perception.
1: Uh, Sylvie, is your 25 for this door or for the No, that was previous the
4: previous door. door. This door I only got an 18.
1: Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay, I see you now. Um, so Diego, you don't detect undead through here. Um, but even with the 21, as you listen against the door, you hear the sound of like crunching glass as if stepped on underfoot and this low, like growling breath. And in fact, those of you by the door immediately feel nauseous oh no not enough for like a, a real effect but even with perception checks that low like you feel it in your gut that's just like oh my god especially Mir and Sylvie like oh my god so, something in those fights made me sick like I, I feel very ill right now
2: oh man and
1: the second you like step away from that door you feel a little bit better
2: Okay.
0: I think it goes without saying that there's a creature behind these doors. Someone's broken some <laughs> glass. It might be the daemon or demon that uh, Mir's mom was talking about.
2: Anyone know enough about daemons to know which ones can make you sick, or is that all of them?
0: Um,
1: let's see. I would allow a religion check, but it's going to be very difficult without you know any prior knowledge on
3: like without seeing it, for instance, or any of that. <laughs> Dude, I'm trained in religion. We're fine. Yeah. yeah. Let's see.
1: Now, somebody had
3: like demonic lore or all right, Abaddon lore or something. Ignore that. Don't worry about it, Griff. You can stop talking. I got a 14. <laughs> so what yeah. do I got? Um,
1: you're pretty sure... The devils are actually the ones that make you sick.
3: Oh dear. In addition to the daemon problem, it <laughs> appears that hell has a foothold in the in this temple as well. <laughs> Careful mates. Sign no <laughs> contracts here. Duly noted. Yeah, that's your uh that's
1: your
0: health insurance form that you're signing in there. Mm-hmm. It would make sense to have a devil as like the HR of this temple, potentially. Sure. So you know. He's the he's the hospital billing
3: department. <laughs> yeah. Also worship a dead god. Like, let's not get too hard on uh, my yeah <laughs> religion checks. He's really out of touch. <laughs> Just, <you> know, like... <laughs> All, right,
1: All right, you guys want to do the same at the next door? Yep. Yes. Uh, Vec, you still detect magic. Mm-hmm.
2: Let me see if my perception can get better because <laughs> it's not been good.
1: New world low for undead. Fifteen.
2: Twenty-three. Twenty-four for trip.
1: Yeah, fifteen, Diego, you don't uh, you don't detect undead through this room. Um Sylvie and Mir, you feel sick again at this door and you hear something like low and guttural. Oh no, and oh, yeah. Sazzy like taps Sylvie on the shoulder. That ain't that ain't infernal. <laughs> Whatever that thing's speaking. Adding a devil like Vex saying.
3: <laughs> Agree to <it> disagree.
4: <just> <laughs> I trust you a bit more than I do him in this matter.
1: I mean I'm fluent in infernal, obviously.
3: <laughs> Potentially part of the same room. Mm-hmm. Now okay. speaking common Indoresian, do I understand what he's saying? <laughs> what what the what Sazzy's saying, or oh, what's being
0: said through the door? Oh yeah, through could through it be a Murrin, the catfolk language? Uh, it is not a Murrin. Let's just run through all of ours.
1: I mean, do any of you have multiple language? Any of the people that were listening at the door have multiple languages?
2: Um, I have multiple languages, because I have orcish, and druidic, and common. So if it's any of those...
0: Could be a drunk orc. <laughs> mm.
4: Sylvan? Draconic? Elven. Elvin? <laughs>
0: No. None of those. We're not going to have languages, aren't we? <laughs> those two doors, danger doors. We've concluded that. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: those are terrifying doors. How
0: about doors. the top north one? Top north one. Give me some rules. There's no compass rose in this map, but I'm assuming the top is... Yeah, we're we're calling it that. 21 undead. Who's to say underground? Yeah, I heard in... in, in 27. When you're underground, the concept of direction is kind of meaningless, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. So,
1: Diego, you do not detect... Undead in this room. Vec, you do detect magic. Okay. Mir, you you hear um, a little bit of a clatter from behind the door. Uh, it sounds like metal on metal. Oh. But like a, a small metal, and, and then it kind of hits you. It, it sounds like when you drop your uh, war razor into, like, a tray.
5: Oh.
3: Ooh, oh. ooh, that sounds surgical, right? <laughs> yes. That happens all the time in surgery. That's metal like, tray, metal uh-huh. gear. that's
2: what I was just thinking. That's surgery surgery. Uh ooh. I guess I will I will quietly tell everyone. It sounds like someone's doing some sort of surgery. This might be Arc that Arkmidos guy, I guess. Or another one of these surgeons.
0: Well. <sighs> now you've got a sense of what it what's at all of these unopened doors what do we do now
2: yeah good question
3: dude i don't know like given what we've heard there's no reason to think and dason is not behind any of these doors right like she could be in the Damon room reading a book or <laughs> true actually doing surgery up in the presumed surgical room like we just don't know and that's what really scares me about this like we could be walking into like an easy wear you down mop-up encounter or we could be walking into what I have to assume is like the bookender boss
4: that's tough especially if it sounds like there's potentially active surgery going on like if we walk away from this we're leaving someone on that table yep
3: that's tough yeah,
0: people are, people are dying regardless um, what do we think options are for resting in this dungeon like are you think we can board up some of the double doors leading out of the vat room and and take watches outside that while we try to sleep in here
2: I mean now that I hear the fact that there's potentially surgery I, I mean I don't think resting can happen before we deal with that okay okay personally like I, I'm right there where Emily had mentioned like we would be leaving someone on the table okay I think resting potentially after that, then we can try and figure something out, but I don't, I don't know.
0: Okay. So we're thinking, open the doors.
4: I hate it, but yeah. I hate it. This...
0: I think we can do it.
4: This might not be a very good idea, but would it be helpful to cause chaos and loose the daemon in the room? We, I guess we don't know. There could be...
2: It's going to fight us!
4: Well, if the daemon got loose and that caused issues for like commotion it's not necessarily controlled right if they didn't like it that it got loose if we let it loose again
3: i don't hate where your head's at but where what i will say is that we'd be the only targets in this room i would assume that it's stuck in that room because it was out of containment and now it's in a confined location so if we let it out the only targets to fight are us and i guess we would just have to run away to, to achieve that plan and I don't know how realistic that's going to be especially considering that the way out of this room is that door that was destroyed mid-fight.
4: Does anyone have stone shape mm. or something that could make a channel between the doors?
0: I don't have that. Not me. No. I think Mir's the only one that could possibly have that. I don't mm. have it. I like the idea of just keeping them compartmentalized and dealing with one mm. or the other door not, not kind of both. Okay. You guys did get, you know, some information
1: that might be valuable, um, at least about Archminos, if you come into contact with him. If you remember from his spawn, uh, he doesn't particularly dislike the living and finds them interesting.
2: That's true.
1: And he's here on
0: loan. So
2: we might be able to diplomatize.
0: Yeah, I've got a note here written down saying, if we see Archminos try to impress or intrigue him, he is too powerful for us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay.
3: Has a soft spot for living people focused on science, can turn into vermin. Mm. Well, I guess then that's the gamble that we would be taking by opening up this room, hoping that it's Archminos. Yeah, I mean, it could very well be Anne and herself, in which case, yeah, yeah. you know. Things change. Well In which you know what? If it's in a day, so we'll just close the door and come back later. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So what
4: you'll do. Yeah, she won't be smart enough to <laughs> So we stealthily open the door. <laughs> or try to.
3: We could
2: We can try.
0: We could set up one of these pots to just pour in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Please, please get... Uh, yeah.
0: We're worried about this guy having surgery done on him. Let's pour a vat of yeah, shit on yeah. him. You know, the U.S. Army has a doctor where you just throw grenades into each room before you enter to clear it. We could just do that with vats of acid.
3: Oh my god. I mean, if he's on the operating table, he's probably kind of a done deal. Or close. He's elevated, I think is what you're
0: trying to say, from the surface. Of, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the point yes, I was trying to make. That was the- Let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's Let's open the door. Let's do it. Diego's right there. You guys okay? Do you want to do it
4: stealthily? At least to try to peek in? Try stealthy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, what's your... What's uh, Sylvie's stealth 13. I'm at 11. Let's swap places and have you do it.
4: Sylvie attempts to crack the door open and take a peek inside with a 22.
1: Yeah, um... So with a 22 you crack the door and you think you you're relatively silent um and you just hear from within the room oh a heartbeat finally someone living has come upon my chamber
3: oh uh, excuse my language but thank fucking god <laughs> oh my god oh.
1: as you crack the door you see <laughs> a Nosferatu with gray skin and a bald head whose features are pointed and exaggerated with long ears, a spiked nose, and a pointy chin. And it looks like he has just put down some surgical tools and is, um, is wiping blood off of his hands. And you see a unconscious but appears to be breathing 16-ish looking uh, Varesean boy oh, no. on the table well step into my chambers don't be so terrified did you happen upon here by chance
3: or were you looking for me
4: Zach. yeah. yep Sylvie motions him to come step in the doorway as she steps in.
3: Yeah, so Vec hiding behind like the five other people in this party um, starts to, you know, scooch his way in there. Ah! It, it, far be it for me to be presumptuous, but you fit the description of one venerable Ramoska Minos You've heard of me. Yes. Are you from Ustalav? Did my accent betray me? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Um I'm 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 native to the city here, Covelsa. But I did have a lovely conversation um with one similar to yourself, Spawn. Oh, one of my master's
1: spawn that he sent to check up on me,
3: eh? How are how are they doing? Ah. <sighs> I I hope you you're not um too th- <laughs> hope you're not holding on to them too much. Um they were starting to cause trouble, getting noticed, killing, and they mostly were taken care of. <laughs> One of them survived but is headed back to Ustilov now. Uh they well, told my master, uh, there is no need
1: to send uh... Peons after me. Uh, No need to check up on me. I'm doing the job that I was sent here to do, after all. And that was. make blood (laughs) veil? Yes, make blood veil. Because. the pesky red mantis couldn't do it on their own. I am, although, a creature of the night. uh, An expert on living creature diseases, although not as fervent about it as these Ergothoan worshippers. I am
3: purely a man of science in these matters. Indeed. And can you not return to your master until this job is done? No, I cannot. My master um, has
1: put me on loan, so to speak, until the job is done. I assume he's being paid some grandiose sum to um, to allow me to, well, to send me on my way over here uh, instead of having my services at Castle are
3: Unfortunately, that might put us a bit at odds. See, um, I don't think I've introduced myself. My name's Vicaris Relby. I'm here with my friends, uh, Diego, Mia, Sylvie, little guys, Biggie. Um But, see, we're residents of this city, and unfortunately, this disease that you're helping craft is costing the lives of our friends, our family, probably soon us just being around it. It's only a matter of time. Well, yes, it was...
1: Partially crafted by me, I figure it would be particularly potent, but this is no city of mine, so... and (laughs) unfortunately I am on the job. Um, But I, I do recognize your plight and the hard work it must have taken to get all the way to my lab. There were several people out there, if I remember correctly. And if you're at odds with me, <laughs> you were probably at odds with them. Oh, there are several less people out there if you catch my
3: drift <laughs> now. <laughs> yes. Did you kill the mass murderer? Or um, uh, yes.
2: Please.
3: I, I re- regret to admit that I did take a bit of pleasure in seeing him fall. It's but he has fallen nonetheless.
1: Quite funny what you mortals call a mass murderer versus what is actually out there in the night.
3: I've heard tales of vampires.
2: Stop <laughs> 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 beautiful, <laughs> beautiful
3: creatures.
2: <laughs> Dying here.
3: <laughs> I have to say, I was a little impressed when I met those spawn, spawn as they are, but to see a, a vampire. In the flesh, undead flesh as it may be. Um, it's really something. Anyway, back to the matter at hand. Um, <laughs> I think we, we do find ourselves a bit at odds here. See, we don't want to stop Blood Vale here. We have to stop it here. Because un- unlike yourself, where your master and the people that you know and love can survive something like this. This is going to cost the lives of everybody we know. we got to stop it. And I think we're halfway there. The mass murderer, as you said, is dead. So is his lieutenant. And many of those that report up to him. Mm. And with the operation being mothballed, there's going to be no more reason
0: to send payments for his work as well. Quite correct. I suppose
1: if the leaders of this operation were dealt with, I would have no reason to be here and could get back to my actual lab as so- to this little shithole.
3: Has your master's payment been received in full already? Not quite yet, uh,
1: but it has been paid in part. And, you know, the disease is made. Now I have to study little brats like this one to discern why part of the population that the higher-ups would rather
3: be dead, is immune. I... I would like to propose a negotiation. Perhaps, if we, over the course of likely the next about-day, finish our work of disrupting the production of Bloodvale and bringing the people spreading it to justice, you've already received payment for part of your work. Perhaps, at that point, you return to your masters up north and we call it a day. We call it even. You only did part of the work. You received part of your paycheck. There's no need for us to be at odds. We all leave. Make a uh, perception check. Is this anybody or just me? Uh, you're the one engaged in
0: conversation, but I'll allow anybody in the room to make it. Okay. Sounds like he's already gotten the minimum viable product out to market, you know? Yeah.
2: Is this to look?
1: This is uh, essentially a sense motive.
2: Okay. I need to know if I add my slashes in. Oh, I only got a five on the die for a 21.
0: 22. 28 for Diego. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Diego, you're
1: the only one that can really tell. Uh, you see like a slight shift in his like brow as he listens to this uh, proposal. Um, but you also got the sense... Why while he was talking to Vec about why he was here, that he wasn't letting on
0: the entirety of why he is here.
5: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Mr. Ark Minos, A visit for work, I can understand, but sometimes visits serve multiple purposes. Are you sure that it was only the uh uh the only pursuits here were to create blood veil for these folks. There, you were drawing something extra out of all this. <laughs> what gave me away, Catman? I'm an expert in reading perceptions. Occasionally,
2: <laughs>
0: hmm. maybe, maybe it has to do
1: with you being a creature that has escaped death as well. Maybe we can read each other a bit better. Hmm. Yes, um, my master's ultimate goal is to find a cure for the affliction that we are all under, this vampiric curse. Uh, Count Tyriac would prefer to make himself mortal, Mm. and so... Well, he figured that if he could loan me out to another part of the world and find new resources secretively while I'm completing this quite simple task of creating Bloodveil,
0: that, um, well, I could make some progress. There were a lot of things that I thought you might say was your your side project, but a noble pursuit like that was not one that I expected well uh, the
1: vampires of Ustalav come in varying shapes and moralities this blood veil though quite an evil thing for your city was merely an experiment to um, my type of people Although I do realize that you come to me describing the plight, it has gone much further than experimentation. I mm. I do I do pity you, mortal creatures, and those that have had to be ravaged by the disease, but I have not walked the streets of Corvosa myself. But you will find that. Uh, tedious work has to be done in order for some progress to happen in other areas. What I was hoping is that an expert on afflictions such as Lady and may have um, information that she is keeping guarded on the curse of vampirism. Those higher up in the Church of Urbithoa know quite a bit about undeath. Um, and even powerful vampires like my master, Count Tyriac. um, Well, a whole family line can be turned unwillingly and in that way can be cursed without any knowledge of the goddess of undeath or any desire to uh, follow in her worship.
3: Well, I think, Mr. Archminos, that you may have stumbled into a bit of fortune here. See, we don't share the same goals, but at least our goals are in parallel. We do wish for the death of Miss Ann of course. But what's even more valuable to us is notes on her research in Bloodvale. What do I care about any research or notes or information she may have about vampirism? I mean, I, I'd like to read them for my own personal. Yes. <laughs> uh, in your downtime. <laughs> in my downtime. But I could be convinced to turn those over to you and you get what you want. We get what we, we want and we go our separate ways. Hmm.
1: Tell me this, Mr. Vekaris. I see the halo around your head, but the holy symbols of a very dead God. What is the meaning of that?
3: I'm afraid I have the same question. You've probably noticed I don't wear the vestments of the holy, and this eye that I wear on my shoulder represents the last Eslanti who's perished a long time ago, who no longer can give his followers the blessings that a normal cleric might receive. Positive energy flows through me in a a torrent of such, and... I don't know why. I can't say if my existence here serves a larger purpose, or maybe maybe not. Maybe I'm just a mistake or a miscalculation or an anomaly in the face of the gods that still exist. But my grandfather used to worship the last Eslanti, and I think that I can use these powers that I get for good. So I might as well venerate them, you know? <laughs> hmm. Healing energy flows through you. I'll tell you what.
1: I will agree to these terms, and release this test subject to you. Is still alive for now, but I'm quite intrigued. You say your grandfather worshipped Aradon, but even in...
3: A mortal lifetime—that doesn't add up. Vex's expression gets like very, very like rock still, because he sees that he's like kind of caught in a. This guy, this guy has sort is starting to like put together what's going on here. Right. Yeah, I guess I hadn't thought about the timeline like that. In my quest
1: for a cure. I haven't run into somebody with a curse like you have. Give me some of your blood to take back to Ustalov with me, and you have yourself a deal.
2: This sounds like a steal.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I have to warn you, my friend. The last time that I gave somebody my blood, it didn't really turn out well for them. (laughs) That's exactly
1: what I would expect to hear. You didn't give it to an undead creature. I'm sure you gave it to one of your friends to keep them alive.
3: Transparent, I see I am. How much do you need?
1: Well, I assume I won't be able to call on you again after this, so... Quite a bit. I promise, though. I know how much I can take. I know mortals quite well and what they can handle. Um... It will leave you woozy for a bit of time, but I promise not to kill you taking your blood.
3: Promise me you'll at least wait till this is all over, and Andason's in the ground, and we can start shutting down this operation. I think I'm gonna need everything that I got to get through it. (laughs) But if Andason is the death of me, and my friends still stand, put her down, and take what you need from the body. Hmm. You cannot guarantee
1: that you'll be living after your encounter with Indacen. Give me a bit now and I'll take the rest later. The rest that I need, just so that I have enough for a few viable samples in the unfortunate case that you are not able to prevail. Like a few samples with like
3: a point or less? Right. All right. Kind of looks around worryingly to his companions, but if it means that you let this boy here walk free and not interfere until the job's done, leave the city amicably. Think that is acceptable? And so he kind of attaches,
1: you know, a, a needle and a tube into into a couple of test tubes and quickly draws a bit of blood.
3: Um, I was hoping you'd use your fangs I was curious about that Crating his neck over <laughs> to him <laughs> Big I, overhead stretch <laughs> on the neck
1: If I were to turn you then you would uh, Lose all benefit to me hmm. um, And so he uh, he takes uh, a bit of blood now Just a couple of vials um, And I have your word that you will
3: be back For the rest My boy's my bond sir You can guarantee it. All right. Um, Then take this
1: poor child uh, to somewhere where he can be healed. He's been injected with many strains of the disease, as many as I could cook up in a reasonable amount of time, but has been resistant to all of them. Uh, Luckily for him. And I do wish the four of you good fortune. I would like to get the hell out of here this has become quite a dull affair
3: well sit tight with all good fortune this will all be over within the day I know you say you haven't walked the streets of Corvosa
0: but trust me it's just as dull as down (laughs) here so tell all your vampire friends that it's a lame place to go (laughs) the nightlife is awful (laughs) (laughs) night on life too Good call.
1: Yes, not many, uh, not many vampires wish to leave the likes of Ustalov or Geb. You know, areas where the nightlife is booming, as you <laughs> would say. Well, if you have need of me uh, in the time that you are here, um, feel free to come and bother me. I suppose I'll be in here twiddling my thumbs for the next day until you're finished. But, uh, if it's any compensation, uh, if you're... Well, I'll be studying this blood I've just received, and if it proves useful, or you prove to produce notes of value from Lady Ann Dyson, I will help you undo the wrongs that my research has done before I leave.
3: That offer does not go unappreciated. We will be in your debt if that proves to be the case. And the entire city will as well. <laughs> you are an interesting group. Uh, and the
1: fact that you have made it this far is, uh, you know, a testament to your ability to work together. I would be remiss... If our goals are aligned in defeating Aunt Jason. if I didn't tell you that um, there is a daemon loose in the next room and she resides deeper in.
3: Is there anyone between the daemon and her just trying to like ballpark what we're doing tomorrow? Just a couple of doors. All right. Um, She
1: seems to be the only one that can exert any amount of control over it.
3: Do you know anything about this daemon? Weaknesses?
1: <laughs> it is a leukodamon. The, the kind that spread pestilence in Abaddon. It would be a follower of the horsemen of plague and pestilence. Um, they're particularly nasty, especially if you are already infected by a
0: disease. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, yeah. But with the daemon in that room, are we thinking that like, at least she's not going to try to, like, cross into that room uh, in the near future? Is that, like, a barrier? Is that something you're asking him? Oh, yeah, I suppose I could. You said that she was able to exert influence on the daemon. The Sorry. Does she ever crossed the room to get over to this area that often? I'm wondering if the daemon is enough of a barrier that will let us recuperate in time to face it and her... She mainly
1: has been remaining in her sanctum as of late. Uh, The Daemon is not fully controlled by her, so... um, You know, she is at risk crossing into that room as well. Although she is... She is a powerful woman. She could certainly fight off the Daemon, but... Especially if she has gotten an alert that the temple is under attack. Uh, she is likely holding up in that area and, and would rather the attackers face the daemon than herself. I assume that you'll likely be safe taking a rest and recuperating. Good to know. Um, although you may not want to do it down here. Um, as far as I know, and I have been in her sanctum once or twice... The only way up or down is the uh, freight elevator that you likely took on your way down because I don't know how else you'd be down here. Hmm. Um, And so if you were to rise up that and lock it with the key, uh, you probably could at least keep her contained to down here. But, uh, you know, don't tell anyone I told you that because, like, we're... I'm still on the job, kind of, so this is like...
0: In that same vein of thought, of telling us things that we won't Careful tell anyone. Careful mentioning told, around this one. <laughs> oh, sorry. In the same thread of conversation, is there any, do you know if there's any particular secret to neutralizing those vats of blood veil out in that room? I assume you've already done the job of creating them. We would take full responsibility for decontaminating them.
1: Mm. Reversing the potency of those, <laughs> yes, I could do. I could do this uh, with just the tools that I have on hand. Um, what you're going to want to do is, um, you're going to want to use. Uh, and he kind of like lists off this kind of like list of alchemical ingredients, and he's like, that basically produces a stronger version of alcohol more concentrated. Very flammable, so be quite careful when you use it. But um, if you pour that into it, it will just kill 99.9% of all germs.
5: <laughs>
0: including blood veil. I, Incredible. If this recipe were to propagate and spread, we could wipe out easily contaminated diseases. Right.
1: It would, uh, it would
0: be... Be very
1: chloro.
5: <laughs> <It works. laughs> <trying to> <laughs> I was trying to learn chlorox. It's
1: doesn't work. So, yes, I'll, I'll make you some of this. All you have to do is drop it in. Yes. And that will neutralize the batches. Now, you know, fixing a disease that is out there is a bit more of a task. You're going to need a, a vaccination. But, um, I can certainly help with that if if you're successful in in killing Anne and getting her notes. And I get a couple more pints of this one's blood.
0: Take all the blood you need from him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else. Uh, h- hold on a second. Okay.
4: <laughs> we can give you a bit of ours. I do not think it would or you like yours hurts us
1: actually yes if you put yours into him whatever weird things going on with him would maybe just
2: let's play this game <laughs> yeah
5: <laughs> yeah.
1: Play, let's play the train game hook us all up whisper down the lane but with everyone's blood, blood.
0: yeah <laughs> awesome
1: and so yes he unshackles uh, Ruan from this kind of operating table and uh and just produce, like, a little bitty flask and gives it to him, and he uh, he becomes conscious again. Um, Go on, boy, your saviors have arrived. And, uh, and yeah, Ruan, like, sits up on the table. Oh, thank you so much for uh, coming to help. How did you get this terrifying vampire to... He's still
3: here. What? Why are you letting me go? Am I sick? I don't think you're sick. You've been experimented on. But alas, your midnight sun has arrived. Jesus Christ. To liberate you from the experimentation done on you by vampires.
1: I don't really understand the context of that. (laughs)
0: Um, Is it a song? Well. That's, that's a bit more complicated he agreed complicated. to give
2: his blood to this vampire right, in exchange right. for you
0: and he's feeling a bit woozy
1: ah, ah, <laughs> yes I was feeling woozy once too <laughs> well unless unless there are any other strange uh, outbursts that any of you want to make uh maybe maybe we maybe we head out of here
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe we do All right, let's get this kid upstairs. Yeah. Drop the booze yeah. in the tanks. I guess clean up the Luco Damon, Sleep and then Andason? Am I getting I the maybe it. sleep then
0: Lucodamon? Sleep, sleep then Lucodamon. Yeah, right. Lucodamon Damon's what we need. He's he's the barrier to letting us what? sleep.
3: I thought it was. I thought it was. She doesn't want to fight the day. I mean, and I'm and I'm certainly. He's a barrier
1: run. to keeping her down there. so oh, he I, want I to sleep while I, he's there.
3: I thought he implied that whether the thing was there or not, she wanted us to come to him or. come to her so but if oh true true true. that's
1: true that's true but you know she's staying down there because she doesn't want to race waste her resources
3: fighting this daemon i see come fight you okay then get him upstairs drop the booze in here sleep i'm so excited for the daemon encounter
0: i'm
1: not not sure i can walk can i hold on to one of
3: you well you're gonna have to hold on tight Spider monkey
0: (laughs)
2: Griffin, you, stop giving so, these opportunities. Griffin,
0: have you given blood recently as well, too? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so woozy <losey> right now.
1: <laughs> um, so, yes, you you take Ruan upstairs, having made a new, maybe slightly dubious ally with uh, Ramoska Arminos, uh Very good sense motive from Diego there. Um, and... You guys get a night's sleep. You needed it.
2: Yay. <sighs> yeah. Wow, yeah. we did.
1: And we'll continue the curse campaign next time.
2: Yay! Whee!
0: The Bestow Curse podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.